Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. What up, y'all? It's the morning hustle. You know what time it is, man. L'Oreal is in the building. Yes. Myself, Kyle Santillian, I am here. And we have some guests today, man. They've been blowing up on your TV screens, and they have mm-hmm. more to add to your view and pleasure. Yo, today in the building, we're going to start ladies first, okay? Asiana Alexis is here with hey, us. Hey, Good morning. what's hey. up? Asiana. <laughs> she taught she taught us how to say her name that way. Yes, so I right. had to do it. Exactly. Proper way to say it. And y'all bringing the names today because your partner here with us today is also coming in. He's coming in with one name. Yeah. It's Da Vinci. He's come on now. Y'all heard of Madonna. Y'all come on, Da Vinci. Step aside. Step aside, Madonna. How y'all doing? Y'all good? I feel Great. blessed, brother. How about yourself? Nah, man. It's a pleasure to have y'all here, number one. Thanks for taking the time to stop by the Morning Hustle and just being here today. And y'all got a lot going on, but I know we're here to talk about your newest project. Uh, two movies coming out on Lifetime, executive produced by Mary J. Blige. You got Real Love, and you got Strength of a Woman, and you guys are doing something really great with that. So let me give it up for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And it was a great movie. I only got to see Real Love so far. I'm okay. still waiting to see strength of a woman got mm-hmm. to see the follow-up but real love okay now this is a classic song yes mary j Blige, everybody's favorite mary j Blige. Uh-huh. wait is it is i'm just saying say, is it cliche if i say yeah, it is, is my it favorite, favorite mary j Blige it really song? is, is yeah, real love. what about you da vinci yes yeah, definitely yeah <laughs> that, that one and then um there's a song she had with meek mill who you around okay where were y'all when real love came out because i think um was you born what year was it what year was it I was in the creations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, daughter, my daughter likes to refer to the time before her birth. She says, I was in the ether at that time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I hear that. I, 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 say, I say my dad's not. I mean, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's radio. I was swimming. Oh, wow. Cut that out. Oh, yeah. I was just, That's I was hilarious. swimming being free. Nah, it's cool. Beep, you can say beep. how you want to say it. So originally, I was looking like, okay, what is Terry and Kato doing together? On, uh... It's not Terry and it's not Kato. <laughs> right. For those that are listening, to Terry and Kato from BMF, BMF exactly. Kato? I don't even know who that is. Who that is? <laughs> so, but did y'all, because were y'all working on BMF before or after Real Love? No, we worked on it before. Before. Yeah. So y'all seen each other was like, uh-huh, we got yeah, that no. bag. Your, yeah, your yeah. check went through, mine too. <laughs> Facts. I do like the outfits a lot because I did see some inspiration from Mary J. Blige. If you think back to like how she would dress with the bandanas mm-hmm. and stuff like that, I saw a lot of inspiration. Was that done on purpose? I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. They uh, actually gave us a lot of creative input for the most part, but her team as well, they were very um, hands-on when it came to wardrobe and hair and makeup. Yeah. yeah. I haven't had a chance to see it just yet, but let me say this. The fact that it's set on an HBCU campus yes. in North Carolina in the 90s and that's where you two meet and as we'll find out later on the strength of a woman kind of continue the relationship this is very much very close to my life 
I went to HBCU in North Carolina. It's where I met my wife, and here oh, we are wow. together years later. That's crazy. So holding yeah, it down. Yeah, see, also yeah. used to wear the shorts just like Mary J. Blige, <laughs> the, the small ones. No. <laughs> I didn't do that. So, but just talk about just the HBCU uh, North Carolina aspect of it. How are you guys able to just kind of transcend, get on that campus, pick up that HBCU vibe? What was that part of it like for you? Because it's got to be completely different from playing in the streets and <clears throat> the whole gangster lifestyle that comes with, you know, the BMF stuff. Talk a little bit about the HBCU experience. I think me and DaVinci, we both, we had to kind of push to make sure they kind of kept the HBCU feel and vibe throughout the movie. For sure. But I think it's just a culture thing. Like, I come from a diverse background, but I think, you know, when it comes to just the culture overall, we can just naturally feel what feels real and I feel like this show is just about keeping it real and natural and you know what's really going on at HBCU I didn't go to HBCU yeah no no I went to a regular uh, college but PWI yeah PWI you could say but it's crazy because I came off of an HBCU tour prior to doing the movie so right after the tour I got the offer for the movie, so I was like, "Oh, this is actually like crazy." Perfect. Because I was just around like all the HBCU kids, so I like I got a good feel of that, you know. Yeah. So, and you yeah. guys touched on so many serious topics in the movie, things that people go through in everyday life, like having your family not agree with who you're dating. Mm-hmm. That was one of the issues that you had, and mainly because of uh, upbringing was different, right? Did you ever have somebody that you really, really cared about? May might have even been a friend, not necessarily somebody you was in a relationship with that you brought around your family, and they was like, "No, this isn't the person for you," and they were actually right. Her family's right there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like, it's actually the bitch. <laughs> that chuckle was just like, <laughs> and you really heard that She's chuckle like, no, too. Like, uh, no one I can think of. <laughs> say it, Adriana, say it. Hey, mom, hey, dad. <laughs> Y'all might gotta leave the room. We need a real. She's got names. Gotta gotta leave. You know what though? Me and my, I will say, my family, we so tight niche that if I know you're not right, they not. I'm the guy, and I'm not gonna bring you yeah. around. I just know, like I'm not doing that automatically. Know? Yeah, I just yeah. Know. What about you? And <laughs> honestly, that that it never it never happened uh, for me. You know, I I'm not as close with my parents as like a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. So I never even had the ability to be in a situation to where my parents could just be like, oh, I don't think this person is like, it's a bad influence, you know? So honestly, it's a blessing to even have a parent say that. I'm not that close with them, you know? Yeah. I was just... I was just kind of raised and born a little different from that. But you're Haitian, right? That's your background. And so a lot of my friends growing up and my cousin's Haitian too. I grew up in an area where there was a lot of Haitians and their parents wasn't very, they were very strict towards them and not very, I wouldn't say I've ever seen them hug. Yeah, 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 for real. Like it's just very strict and not loving and they're just busy just trying to meet the basic needs and survival that they don't even pay attention to the child. Like as if the child is a human, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I always tell Asiana, like I'm it's so fire the relationship you have with your parents. Like just to be able to call your mom and dad and be like, "Yo, I got you know them to be right here." Like that's yeah. that is that's beautiful. Big, yeah. But now, so now that you're doing what you're doing and you're making moves, like has that relationship started to develop or grow anymore? Or is it still kind of distant? Nah. If anything, I think the success of this brought more complexities within my family. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But I mean. The cool thing about it is that I get to, you know, change that narrative by the person I marry and I have kids and I can yeah. just change that 
Yeah, right. I could break that curse. So uh-huh. For sure. like my head is on straight. It doesn't it doesn't phase me because I never had it, so it doesn't hurt me. Right. So it's just, it's people who had it. They look at me like, oh my god. It's like, but I don't know what I'm missing. I don't know what I don't know. Right. Yeah. And I turned out all right. So to me, it's like I'm cool. And you are married. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, okay. I think I got a little confused from the <laughs> that Jason was, that was a Lee. Rumor. That was a rumor. Okay, because I mean, that was I was just basically saying like, just leave me alone with dating okay. questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically what By I was trying way, to tell Jason. Bad for you. Uh oh. Uh oh. Because I would think that is that annoying? Because every time you do a movie and you have some sort of chemistry with a female counterpart. They're always gonna question the fact that, well, are you? You guys have a lot of chemistry. Are right. you two dating? It is, is that annoying. annoying. It's like, bro, I'm doing my job, bro. Like, if you I know, was when like, we first got to the, on set, like after we started filming, everybody would just watch us all day. I think they were just so yeah, they're just like crazy. They were just like watching us, like, oh my god. And they would do things like as if like if I do something, they'll tell Asiana. And if Asiana do something, she'll tell me like we answer to each other. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> right. what are you trying to get me in trouble? Like, what is she about to say right. to me? Like, but I, you I didn't get in trouble. Did he no, get in trouble? No, they just kind of like report to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to get him a check. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's right. But that's one, that's one thing about um, just being a celebrity, right? Because at some point, you know, you were wishing to be in the space that you are right now. And I, I'm gonna just say it. I've never really felt bad about when celebrities like, ah, I wish people would leave me alone or this and the third. It's like, come on, you kind of knew that comes with the job. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, right. we can't be on the radio without certain things happening. I think celebrities, a lot of times when you see them acting out against like the press and paparazzi, I'm like, you didn't yeah. know that that was gonna happen before you got famous. You know what I mean? So right. when you look at those things, you get tired but of you those don't. questions. Yeah, yeah, you know what you it is. It's something you, 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 you think don't. about it, but it's not something you fully grasp until you actually go through it. You know, right. it's kind of like anything in life. Right. You growing up, you know, your parents or anybody can teach you as much as you want. Hey, like, you know, don't do this. Don't do that. This happens. Mm-hmm. You know, this comes with that. But your mind doesn't fully grasp it until you're right there. Because right. you're just doing something you love, correct? Yeah. And this is, you're not thinking about, oh, well, I'm doing what I love, so I got to worry right. about taking a picture with everybody when I go. And, right. of course, you appreciate your fans, but you still want to live yeah. a life yeah. as well. And and, and and you can't gauge how your effect is going to be on people. Right. Like, there's a lot of famous people in the world. And some people, they see people, they're like, oh, that's a dude from... But that's then true. sometimes they see you, they run up to you. Uh-huh. Then they want to grab you. Then they want to kiss you. Then they... T- you know what I'm saying? You can't gauge that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a side effect. Everything has a side effect. Like microwave side effect is cancer. You're increasing that radiation in your yeah. body. I think... That's the side effect of fame. And there's no there's no rule book. There's no ingredient. You can't gauge that. And I, I despise when people say, well, didn't you sign up for this? It's like, right. no, bro, you don't know what this entails. Right. It's like when you, you know what I'm saying? You don't, like, you don't know all the ins and outs and the nuances mm-hmm. and the complexities that your psychology have to adjust to when you lived your whole life not dealing with being so exposed. Like, you're so exposed. Would you say a lot of people's problems. Of you do? Yeah, and they project their shit on you. I mean, they project their, <laughs> yeah, you got they project their stuff on you all <laughs> yeah. the time. It's like, you have, you're like a mini entity. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's strange. I will say, it's like the gift and the curse of being the it woman and right. the it guy. Because let's be real, I can't put on a show or nothing without seeing one of y'all in there. And that's a great thing. Yeah. That's, that's a great that's thing. Right that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Or people just straight calling you like, this is your role and you got it. It's I a little easier about now. a variety of things. But honestly, kind of like what you said, despite everything that comes along with it, I think for me, starting at a very young age, it's just a blessing for me. Like, I wake up every morning like, dang, I'm living my dream. Like, sometimes I'm in the studio and I'll talk to my dad. I'll be like, oh, I'm at work. Like, yeah, this work for yeah, real? So it's like, yeah. to me, it's just, it overpowers everything because it doesn't feel like work. I feel like I never worked a day in my life. 
for the most part. I'm not that animal. Right? Yeah. But you know, <laughs> it just feels really? like I really have. Right? Right? Until, until, until I get that 4 a.m. call time, and I'm like, all right, no. But no, like I enjoy every that's, moment of it. Like it'd be so fun to me every time. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it as well. But to say every moment, nah, I don't enjoy every I moment. Enjoy like some I mean, of the stuff, was, some of the stuff that comes with it, I'd be like, nah. But I enjoy being able to be in a space and creating. Like there was moments that we had when we were filming and creating. Like it was like it was great breakthroughs for me because she's been doing this. That's just like a kid. I mm-hmm. had a regular kid type of life experience. Right. So it was like, so there's moments when you're working with professionals and you're just like, oh, snapping. And you, you're you learning from them and you're having these breakthroughs and it's beautiful. Like shooting the project is the best part. Right. Mm-hmm. That is the best part of right. what we do, doing the actual project. But there's other stuff that come with it. Like going to radio stations and talking to L'Oreal and Kyle Cotillion. I ain't gonna no. lie. I ain't gonna lie. If I had a choice, I'd be in my bed right now. No. I ain't even well, I mean, we're we glad you came. To come because we get to have these real conversations. Right. And, and yeah. there this are is people, fun to me. This is no, this is fun. Now, y'all cool, though. I don't care what they say about y'all. Y'all cool. Y'all cool. I know. I'm not afraid of the morning hustle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, so when it comes to like personal stuff, right? Relationships. We just had Raven Simone speak out not too long ago. And since you've been in the game for so long, this should be something that I like I really want to know from you, but both of y'all. Do you have people sign NDAs when it comes to relationships? Or do you think that that's something you might want to incorporate? This is good stuff. I <laughs> know. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean Tell the people. I'm like not not everyone, but you know, I think it's when you get to a certain level you, level you definitely have to consider it and you know, you want to keep a healthy relationship, but you just got to protect yourself at the end of the day because just because you have good intentions and a good heart and where you come from it doesn't mean everybody's thinking and moving like that. And that's something I've learned being in the industry because I'm I'm just very pure with my intentions, but you got to be more aware. Mm-hmm. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Da Vinci's quiet. Mm-hmm. No, I was just listening to what she was saying. <laughs> you that said, was... tell the people. What do you want her to tell the people? No, I just wanted to hear what, uh, you know, a professional like herself. <laughs> That's all. I really got you nothing. You had no thoughts on that one? <laughs> on that question? Yeah. What was the, the question? Is like, <laughs> NDA, non-disclosure. Do I make people sign Would that? you? Is that something that you may, moving forward, incorporate into your relationships? Like, and personal, oh, personal relationships. relationships. Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, I anything I think if, if I have to look sexual. at you like that and do that, then I don't want nothing that's to do with it. Yeah. See, that's what that's I was thinking. Dating. Like, to me, it's just like, I don't think, yeah. like, personal. Like, I mean, if we're doing business and contra- we got to be contractually obligated to make sure we get the objective done. So, if you wake up tomorrow not feeling like you want to go to work, like, nigga, we got to do this. Yeah. But a personal relationship, I want you to love me off of free will, not because you're contractually obligated to love right. me. But we see things play out there, though, so. is if it's a business relationship, a lot of kind of a lot of times that kind of stuff is already incorporated in the contract and stuff sure. like that. So this question only becomes even a question because of personal stuff that people leak. I'm going to put out a book about Da Vinci 10 years from now or those kind of things. And I feel I feel like she's perfectly in our right when we talk about Raven Simone. And I think anybody that's in a position like you guys should 
consider it because you never know what people are on. But, but I think like on a personal level, like if I just we were just going to the gym working out, yeah, and I was like, yo, you cool, man, let's hoop. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. But I want you to sign this just in case, like, going forward in our friendship. Yeah, because you crazy. know what? You might have a phone call that's that you crazy. have in front of them that slips up. And when, let me tell you something. I think about when I think about... would he get sued for that? Yeah, but you know, when I think about this, I even think about people close to you like Whitney. Like, not trying to be funny or nothing, but some of these stories, I'm pretty sure she didn't want us to know. Mm -hmm. But once Whitney passed, the closest people to her was like, yeah, you know, we was in a relationship. And you're like, damn, we didn't even know she was doing all that. So I think about the people closest to you when somebody like Raven is saying, like, I need to get them to sign this because you never know in the future. Think about divorce. Think about when people take half of somebody's money, they Mm -hmm. fighting you for your children. So, you don't think they're going to spill a secret? Yeah, y'all making me paranoid. I mean, (laughs) I think like this. I think this is more in getting older and being in the game for so long. And I've seen so much things happen that it's it's not... It's not scared. It's caution. So like, what would, so what you would, pray, but that don't mean you think something gonna happen. So when you what would happen the to the person? Like so, like if we met at the gym mm-hmm. and then he signed an NDA, and then I had a conversation with Asiana, like Yo, Asiana, they want us to do this other movie together. And this time we're like, shit, they gotta pay us ten million each, right? <laughs> right? And, then, and then and then you leak that information. What would happen to him? I think I'd put myself in a position where I could be sued. Sued, yeah. You know what I mean? And that would be the protection. Like I don't want to have to put myself like uh, the chick that Cardi B sued for Tasha K. Tasha K. Right. Now she got all of these fines. She's going to be messed up for life over that. So Millions. If I sign an NDA, I wouldn't want to put myself in that position. I would know that I could get sued. And any information that I might leak, then I can't even make money off of it. it like kinda, you run your mouth, you got to pay. It kind of takes away. Oh, so you yeah. can't even go to TMZ because nah, they don't know who to give the credit. off this because now but, I put myself in a position where I'm I'm contractually buying. You can make money, but every dollar but you made, I'm making back. back you yeah, anyway. I'm making back. But maybe it could go through some anonymous thing, you know? Like an LLC, your name's not even really attached well, to it. Well, wouldn't you kind and nine times out of ten know that you said certain things in front of certain people. So that's what the whole thing is. You know what I mean? But we can move on from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got to think about everything he just right, said. Right, right, right. He's people. like, I'm about to call my lawyer. Too late to backtrack, boy. T- let, <laughs> let, let, back back really yeah. let me bring it here real quick. Let me bring it here real quick because I know that you talked a second ago about doing the work is the most fun part of what you do. But let's talk about some of the other things you do because I was looking at how coming into the game, it could have been acting it could have been rapping. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hear there's a little bit of stand-up comedy out there right, on the yeah, circuit yeah. for you. Talk about some of the other things that you're doing and how important is that for you to make it uh, be successful in those lanes as well? So I, I, de- I started off doing music. I've always, like, I grew up doing music. I played the piano, the trumpet, violin. Nice. I write music. I read music. Like, I was... That's I real was, talent like, right I'm, there. I'm like, yeah. Actually, uh, I got a bass guitar, a guitar at the house. Like, I really, like, know how to do music, but... The industry, the way it is, it's just, it made me not love it no more. Because I realized this is the entertainment business, not the entertainment arts. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, I got to go a different direction. And I got to try to find my peace. Like, the goal is to be financially free. So it's like, I and I love the art. So I'm like, let me do one of these things, but find peace with doing it. So I was like, you know, let me put music to the side. I still write for fun, but now it's just not in that way but I'm like okay acting took off Mm -hmm. and then I was like you know I want to find a way to interact with my fans in a different way because I have like a lot of like fans that really rock with me and I was like yo let me start hosting comedy shows and then it started selling out and like the reaction was like it was crazy wow you know and then um, shout out to certain comedians like my man Alton right here uh, you know this guy yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. You can take him with you. Yeah, I, I will. I, I take him on the road 
whooped me. Shout out to Alton for real. Alton Walton, man. Like, uh, you know, he pulled me aside before shows. He saw me writing my stuff in my notes and That's he fire. gave me little pointers mm-hmm. and things like that. And then now it's turned from hosting to actually having like my set. And, you know, I've been making my fans laugh and it's, and it's been taking over and becoming its own thing. Oh my God. Lives. I could be Da Vinci one day because Alton actually believes in me as a stand up comedian <laughs> as well. True, right? So yeah. I can be just like you. Can I could take your roles uh, too. Th- before you get too far do that. from the music, <laughs> is it true that you somewhat got discovered in Jay-Z's mother's restaurant? restaurant? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, me and Gloria Carter is cool, actually. That's no crazy. Way. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's, How did so, that come about? Where's her restaurant? Um, uh, it was in Newark, New Jersey called Diamonds in the Rough, but I think they they shut it down now. Yeah, but um, when I moved from Florida, I was 19. I got my degree in criminal justice, and I was like, I'm not really doing this. I was just trying to please my parents. So I moved back to New York. And um, my godmother and Gloria Carter happened to be cool. And she was like, yo, they have open mic nights. So you should go there and perform. I was just like, what? This is crazy. This is JC's mom. I was like, yo, I'm about to be signing clothes. Like, yeah. So I went there. I performed. I, like I performed. I got discovered uh, by a manager. And then, uh, you know, I would always come there every open mic on Thursdays. And I perform. I do different things. And I would sit with Gloria. And Gloria, she would tell me everything she used to tell Jay-Z. Wow. And then, That's uh, fire. That is fire. Yeah. And then I would just sit there and soak it in. And I remember one time I was leaving the shop. Jay-Z and Beyonce was coming. I didn't see them. That happened several times. I actually oh have yet. God. But I know they know me. Yeah. <laughs> because Gloria, she watches Grownish. And they love Chloe and Halle were on Grownish. Mm-hmm. And when I was there. And that's Beyonce's. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so it's like. It's crazy how we know each other, but we never met each other. Yeah. We might be the same person. I don't know. Yeah, you might. Can't be in the same place at the same time. My, mommy's yeah. telling us both the same thing, home, so I don't know. It's a good circle, man. That's yeah, circle, right. So that yeah, that's actually, sure. that's true. That's a rumor that's true. That's fine. I love that. Yeah. Super dope. So can y'all tell us a little bit about Take Back the Night? Take Back the Night Foundation. Um, is that something that y'all are participating in with the movie? And uh, how can people also help out? Yeah, Take Back the Night was actually something when we kind of first started the production. Um, I had a discussion with the producers. You know, I really wanted to make sure we came up with a cause to reach out to help people that would possibly be affected by the movie. And so then we kind of partnered with Take Back the Night, which is an organization, nonprofit organization that combats um, sexual violence for young kids out there. And so basically we just have a scene where they kind of gave a little about the event of what's happening. And yeah. it's just a partnership that we did with the movie to make sure people, you know, have someone to call out to if they're suffering from anything. Yeah, and yeah. it was, like I said, it was a lot of heavy topics. I don't want to give too much away to mm-hmm. anyone that hasn't seen the movie, but there was a lot of heavy topics from uh, sexual assault mm-hmm. to, uh, I guess you could even say um, drug drug overdose at at a certain point maybe even and uh, people struggle with this and we hide it and then you lash out at friends Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and then you don't know how to help those friends so to have foundations like this I think it's uh, very vital and something that we need to make sure we push to the forefront so people know what to do when they have these issues especially young kids and you were talking about college, college years. So uh, I think about Lifetime. I don't really, you know, now I see that it's a revamp, right? And I'm seeing more black faces, young black faces on Lifetime, which we love. Absolutely. Was Mary J. Blige involved in picking you two? How did that process come with her being the executive producer of Real Love and uh, you guys being involved in the film? And I mean this in the humble way, like it was offer. So I didn't, I was just like, I read the story and I was like, yo, this is, 
I love the storyline. And I was just like, I wonder, I was like, who you guys have playing a girl? And then, um, <laughs> and then uh, when I figured out it was going to be Asiana, I was like, oh, that's dope. This is my homie. Did you know right. before we got there? We can't say that on air. <laughs> <laughs> you knew. I, no, he I did. We had that. this weird thing. Even if I did, come on, we on air. Play right. that I know. We, we had this I, weird I, thing where we were just, he just hit me. I was like, oh, like, what you do? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm hitting the so-and-so about to do a film. And so when I was like doing my deal, I'm like, is he going to be there? Is that <laughs> like, when I get and there? so we had this like just silent thing. I didn't really know until we got there. Is that telepathy, you know what I'm like, saying? Is that yeah. connection? Is that BMF connection? <laughs> but I love that to know that you that don't even know. I didn't realize that you're not even made privy to who you're going to be filming with. Right. I think they plot. No, so, they, no, 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 like no, 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 no. You, you do. You Sometimes you do. You do. Okay. I mean, you, you have do. a Don't, yeah. Not all no, the time. Sometimes. sometimes. It, it, it depends on, like, I really didn't who know you are. Though. Like, a lot of people, like, some people, like, top dogs, they're picking I was going to say that. What if it was someone you didn't like? Don't get confused. Yeah, there's people that would be like, well, who's the top three girl? Well, let me see their audition. And the actor is actually sitting with the producers. Yeah, I can tell that. Yeah, yeah, that happens all the time. Not all the time. Sometimes they do, like, test the chemistry of people. True. So you never had to get nobody up off set like, okay, he's not going to work. No, no, but we're, I'm not at that level. I'm not at that level to where we can do that. But yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you at that, you watching it. Like, I've talked to people. They're like, no, like, we knew. Like, we just one of these three girls. Right. And then we, or one of these three guys. Right. Yeah. And then they read with them. Let me ask you guys about this, because I think this is a very cool aspect of what you guys are doing with these two movies, right? So, Real Love is coming out first. And then the next week, you air the second movie, mm-hmm. Strength of a Woman, as a sequel. I don't know that I've ever seen sequels get released a week apart, which is kind of cool. So, Real Love comes out, then boom, Strength of a Woman comes out a week later. And, it's and 15 years different. <laughs> right. On the relationship between your two characters. That's a lot of movie to film in a short amount of time. <laughs> yeah. How was that for y'all? Was that tough? And how do you feel about just putting out back-to-back movies like that? Well, for me, I come, my background is in theater. So when I do films like this, I just feel like, oh, this is easy because, you know, coming from theater, you're learning like 150 something pages and you're doing it nonstop. Yeah. So for me, it just feels like easy, breezy, beautiful cover There's girl. Nothing for you. Yeah. yeah, but no, it was definitely, this was exciting for me because it was my first, you know, lead role. So taking that leadership role, I was very excited to just kind of show people that younger people can lead, you know, and this yeah. could have easily, like you said, it's iconic. This could have been in theaters, you yeah. know, when you watch it you see the substance it's Mm -hmm. like i hope this just kind of shows that you know younger actors and actresses we can take the lead like we can do big projects and hopefully people see our my ability to do that more and you could play anywhere from a teenager to a grown-ass woman grown-ass man if you got to because black don't crack right and we could go back and still look the same because we were wondering about that like it's going to update you guys 15 years later like what were they going to do to make you guys look 15 years older and how was that going to come across on screen you know for me it was it was kind of tough because we were trying to like grow my facial hair and my beard don't really care So, oh God, so it was like you know so, what they say you got to do to grow. Hey, yeah, so sorry, the mom. So, so I did a little bit of that, so it grew, and that's why it grew. Like if you watch the movie, and, it, and it's a real beard that grew actually. But uh, yeah, that was kind of crazy. But it was also tough playing a character. <clears throat> That is 35, because being in our 20s, we I played teenagers. Right? Yeah. I played teenagers. Right. So to play a character older than us that we never even got to live, to me, I was just like, I don't know how I would be in my 30s yet. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of like, 
how should his mannerisms kind of be? But then we we end up doing our thing. And yeah. honestly, Adriana is super talented. I ain't gonna hold you. She's yeah. Uh, she's really talented. Oh I would throw that out there. I love this. She's see, really I see talented. What they had going on in mind. I'm not. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're we gonna be a band. Yeah, we could sit and talk to y'all all day. Y'all did amazing in the for film. Sure. Can't wait to see Strength of a Woman. Thank y'all so much for coming and stopping Absolutely. by. Absolutely. And we want everybody to check it out on Lifetime, <laughs> June 10th. Real love, mm -hmm. okay, and then June seventeenth, strength of a woman. And can I say something very yes, special? So June tenth is so special to me, right? Because not only do we have real love premiering, it's my parents' anniversary. They've been hey, married for years. Real love. And on top of that, Mary J. Blige and her team pushed for me to have my original song released on there. So oh, my single made for me will be out on Strength of a Woman. But it's nice. yes. oh my god. And your parents. Thank and Davinci's birthday. And it's my little sister's birthday. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh. Uh, yeah, I swear, June 10th. Oh, no, that's right. Hey, look at the connection for the band. It's lit. June 10th is lit. Not for the band. <laughs> Yo, you guys are super cool. We definitely appreciate you guys coming by the morning. Hustle, man. Asiana. Da Vinci. I didn't even get to the part of your name. We'll talk about that. I know. <laughs> I can't wait. Real love Real on love. Broadway, Strength right? Coming next. Oh, Broadway. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> no, I did Broadway, yeah. so I thought you were and like. She comes from yeah. theater, so oh, coming yeah, yeah, up yeah, next. Yeah, yeah, Real yeah. love on Broadway. We're going to take this as long as we can take it. We're taking it on the road. <laughs>